0: It's time to take a look at the races around high school basketball here in Montana. And joining me right now in the Whitefish Credit Union to do that, it is Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports. Alec, it is great to chat with you, and welcome to the Knock On Sports, my man.
1: Hey thanks man. Thanks for having me on and uh, I hope you're not still feeling any sort of hangover from Sunday's <laughs> celebration.
0: Well, I don't know if you've seen the video yet, man, but I kind of wish I was Tom Brady right now he's definitely I don't know if he if he's got sea legs or if he's you know like two beers <laughs> and that's that's gonna do him in, but uh, I kind of wish I was the Buccaneers right now as drunk as they are
1: <laughs> yeah maybe that t v twelve method doesn't have enough tequila in it. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Um, Alec, let's start here, man. The high school basketball season. We got about a month, maybe month and a half left uh of it in, including the postseason. Um, but just what you've seen so far in, in all the classifications, what have you thought about the basketball season?
1: Um, you know, first off, I'm I'm happy the kids are able to play, um, whether fans are in the stands or not. Um it's it's great for the kids to be able to get out there and play. And you know, the first couple weeks of the season I thought it was a little sloppy around the state. Um Teams turning the ball over, uh, missed shots, you know, just kind of the stuff you get when you're not playing for a month of the year. You're practicing against, you know, your own kids. But as the as the season's gone on, um, I think that those teams that are elite teams around the state have really started to um, establish themselves as as
0: such. Do you feel like, once again, it's the traditional powers uh, showing up once again? Or, or do you feel like there's also a couple of teams maybe that are a little surprising?
1: Um, you know, I was... I was surprised with uh, with the Great Falls High boys to start the year, but um, I guess it really shouldn't be because those guys, year in, year out, seem to always have a good program. Um, it doesn't matter who they're losing. Um, those guys always come out and play hard. And then Bozeman, I think with Gallatin sp- um, splitting up the kids there in Bozeman, I wasn't sure what to expect out of them. Um, they got an impressive win over Great Falls High. They beat Skyview, but... They've also lost to Gallatin, and they got trounced by Skyview this last weekend. Um, That's just in the east and out west. um, Sentinels really been impressive. I knew that they'd be tough coming into the year, but they look like they're head and shoulders above the pack out there.
0: Alec, let me get your thoughts here, because obviously we have no non-conference games, so we're not going to see how the east compares to the west or the west compares to the east until we get to the state tournament. So, for you, which race, as we look for, I know Sentinel's the undefeated team, but I think the the race in the West is a lot closer. But between the two, between the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, which one do you think's tighter?
1: Uh, you know, I think it's the East, and I think it with those three teams at the top with Great Falls, Hyatt, um, with one loss in conference play, and Skyview and Bozeman each with two. It's kind of been a round robin. Those guys are beating up on each other, but um, as the season comes down to the end, you know, Great Falls High is going to face Skyview. They're going to face Bozeman again. Um, and so there's still a lot up in the air there in the Eastern Double A. But as far as the Western Double A, um, you know, I think everybody's just going to be chasing Sentinel all year long. They look like they're um, a real dominant team out there, and I can't can't wait until we get the postseason rolling to see how they match up with some of the Eastern Double A's best.
0: Looking at each team here, and I've said this about the West, Alec, and I want to get your thoughts. It feels like this year. Obviously, last year we knew it was kind of hellgate and everybody else, and there were some good basketballs. There were some good basketball players, clearly, but it just feels like this year there's a there's at least every team has one dominant player, a guy that can definitely score and go off any given night. The guys I think of, you know, you, obviously Alex Germer, Frolic Fair over at Sentinel, but then I look at Braden Cook at Capital, I look at um, you know Josh Wade or Beckett Arthur at Hellgate, Justin Kripe here at Flathead, or Hunter Hickey as well. Uh, do you feel like overall uh, there's at least every team has a dominant scorer in the AA and that, that, that the player depth is deeper this year?
1: You know, I feel like the depth is there, um, and like you said, there are guys all over the state that can go out and get themselves a bucket anytime they want. Um, it feels like more so than years past that you have a kid that'll go get you, you know 20, 30 if you need it. Um, but really, the depth has been the most impressive thing I think from some of these teams. Um, you know, Skyview last night played a game against Gallatin, and uh, Kai Kuba I believe had 25 points. You know, earlier in the year we're seeing Peyton Sanders and Cameron Ketchum from Skyview. Um, you know, we, you mentioned Braden Cook at Capital. Um, all over the state, we're seeing these kids who can who can really fill it up. And uh, you know, maybe that's a product of how far the game basketball is starting to come in Montana in, in recent years.
0: Alec, let me get your thoughts on the overall classifications here. Which one do you think has a deeper pool where you could see a little bit more? You can make a case for a number of teams to be a state title contender. Which classification has the best case for maybe the most parity to try and figure out who the state champion will be? Uh, whether it be boys or girls basketball, which classification is the deepest?
1: You know, I think it's Class B, and I think you could look at um, both the boys and girls sides. I know that. In Class B, the defending co champion Lodgegrass boys are probably the favorite. Um they they stumbled against Huntley Project, but you know, Damon Grovan wasn't playing. And when he's healthy, I don't think there's many teams that can touch them, but you know, Colstrip's given them a tough game. Um Huntley's been with them and beaten them without Grovan. Um uh, Manhattan and the Southern B's good. You know, there's Fairfield up north, Shelby up north. Um there's I could see five or six teams um, in the Class B boys taken away and Getting hot in the postseason and kind of running away with things, you know. On the girls' side, the South is really, really good. Um, you know, five or six teams in the South that could that could win a state championship there. Big Timber, Pole Strip, Roundup, um, Columbus just beat Roundup. You know, Whitehall is good. Jefferson. Um, there's there's teams all over Forsyth, you know, and then there's Missoula Loyola out west, and Thompson Falls, and Eureka, and you know, Big Fork has a win over Missoula Loyola. So you know, I think Class B girls especially, is wide open. Um, I know Big Timbers kind of asserted their dominance early in the season, but I think that's going to be a free-for-all, especially that Southern B tournament.
0: Right now we are with Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports as we're breaking down high school basketball and taking an inside look at some of the individual classifications. Uh, Alec, let's look at uh, AA girls basketball. Obviously the West is looking pretty good. It looks like it's Hellgate and Capital. Uh, Hellgate got the better of the two in the first meeting. Uh, but out East, who's looking like the dominant team in girls basketball?
1: It's West and Skyview so far. Um, you know, Skyview had a lead on West earlier this year and kind of coughed it up down the stretch and they'll get a chance to make that right here this week, but um, I think it's a West and Skyview race in the Eastern AA girls. Uh, Skyview's got a ton of underclassmen, or excuse me, West has a ton of underclassmen that um, are really starting to mesh with those upperclassmen they have, and Skyview, led by Brooke Berry, uh, has got a really, really explosive offense, but um, they're starting to turn it up on the defensive end too, so I think that uh, this weekend's matchup between West and Skyview will go a long ways in determining um, who's really going to be that top team in the Eastern AA.
0: Which conference is deeper, the East or the West?
1: Oh boy, you know I'd have to go to the West. Um, Any time that you know Helena Capital is bringing back the Barch sisters from their defending championship run, and they're not even the top team in that conference. Um, you know they're they're getting tested too. Uh, Sentinel, um, Missoula, Big Sky even had a win. You know there's there's some teams out west there that I think could give Hellgate and Capitals some trouble in the postseason, but. Um, It wouldn't surprise me if those two teams are playing Saturday night a divisional tournament and both playing on Saturday night in one of those two games at the state tournament. Um, I think that the the test that they've had to go through this season is a little bit tougher than what Eastern AA has had. You know, CMR, Great Falls High, and seniors seem a little bit more down this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that the the Western AA, kind of the gauntlet that they're going to have to go through to get to that state tournament is going to prepare them well.
0: We're talking high school basketball with Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports. We'll take a look at Class A and Class B next here on The Knock on Sports. Think about where you were one year ago today. What were you planning for? Whether or not you planned for a new challenge, you got it. And most importantly, you succeeded. Cooking at home. Learning at home. And banking at home. At Whitefish Credit Union, we understand you've been through a lot. And as you move through the year, just know we'll be right there at your side. This year, next year, and always. Whitefish Credit Union, subject to membership eligibility. Right now, we're taking a look at the field in Class A and Class B high school basketball. And joining us on the Whitefish Credit Union hotline to do that is Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports. Uh, Alec, uh, some of the teams that we've been paying attention to up here in northwest Montana. polson has been looking really good. Columbia Falls girls have been really good once again. Uh, they continue to be the powerhouse that they are in girls basketball. But looking at the boys' side here, uh, especially out west, who are the teams that look like the top teams along with Polson?
1: Uh, Dylan, you know, is the only unbeaten team in Class A this year. Um, they have wins over Frenchtown and Polson to date. Um, I know Polson and Dylan won't meet again, I don't believe, in the regular season. But um, Frenchtown has been impressive all year long. And um, for Dylan to be able to already have a win over them and another game coming up with them, I think Dylan's the team to beat out west. But like you said, Polson <laughs> polson has been pretty impressive. And they've got some young guys that can really play. Um, and if those young guys get hot... Come tournament time, man. I don't know if I don't know if they'll, maybe they'll stop Olsen again.
0: Well, the interesting part about this too is the fact that I mean we've we've seen these two a couple of teams be this good here, Alex. So going and looking at the East, uh, how does the West match up with Eastern A teams?
1: You know, I see the Eastern A teams obviously a little bit more than the West. Um, so I have a good feeling there. Um, one thing that really stood out to me: Laurel leads the Eastern A right now, but. I, uh, I went to a columbus Laurel game a couple weeks back. Columbus, I felt, should have won that game. You know, Class B team going into Laurel, I thought that they should have won that game. Laurel really struggles to shoot the ball, um, and at times that's, that's really going to hurt them, especially in a game that locks up and it's tight in the postseason. You need to find a way to get a bucket, and maybe you can't get it down low to their big guy, Colter Bales. Um, if they're not knocking down shots from the perimeter, it could be a really, really long night for Laurel. Um, I do think billing Central is the best team in this conference over here. Um, I know that Laurel has a head-to-head win over them. They'll meet again here soon. But I think that Central is the deepest team, um, is the best team in the Eastern AA, and I don't think that the addition of Clarence Stewart can be understated. You know, he came from Plenty Coup where he was putting up more than 20 points a game in the last couple of years. Um, for them to be able to add a guy who can fill it up like that, I think he's a real X factor for them.
0: How many teams would you say, Alec, do you think can compete for the, the the title here in Class A Boys Basketball?
1: Um, you know, I think it's about five teams. I think Polson, Dillon, and Frenchtown out west are um, have kind of established themselves as the top teams over there. And uh, now maybe four teams. I think Billing Central. Um, I know Laurel lost to Miles City. Um, and like I said, if they're going to struggle to shoot the ball in tournaments, it could be tough for them to find ways to win. I do think the Western A is a little bit deeper right now than the Eastern A, but you know, there's no non-conference games, man. We (laughs) we really don't know much, do we?
0: No, it's tough to tell with those non-conference games. and It's interesting you bring up that point because we are seeing Class B and Class A play some games. Just last night, we saw Columbia Falls take on Big Fork in both boys and girls mm-hmm. basketball, um, and I like that. I mean, I, I kind of wish we could see more non-conference games. I, I don't like that the, the the limit that's set on teams. I mean, I don't want to see 30 games, obviously, for a high school team. That might be a little too much, but I would like to see more, and I'd, I'd like to see more interclassification games, games, AA versus A or A versus B or even AA versus B. I think It'd be really interesting. It's not quite the same as football.
1: I agree. And it's a great, you know, especially for C teams that get to move up and play a B team or a B team to play an A team. It's, it's great for those programs because they don't have the numbers and the amount of athletes that they're able to choose from. So, you know, when you have a good class C team and they get to go play a good class B team, man, that's you don't get that much. Um, I know Freud Medicine Lakes boys went up to Malta this last weekend and picked up a win there. Um and Freud's been really, really good out east, only team they can, can't can seem to get over the hump against against Scobie. So, you know, these teams going up in classifications, playing class B and class A schools, you know, the Big Fork girls, um, going and playing Columbia Falls, that's a game for them. And for them to, you know, be within a couple baskets at the end of the, that game, Um, I think that kind of touches on the depth in the Western B girls race as well. You know, Big Fork's kind of the middle of the pack over there. Um, but I think that it's it's great anytime these schools can move up a classification and play some top-notch competition.
0: Speaking of the Columbia Falls girls, again, in powerhouse team, they're looking really good under coach Carrie Finberg. How do they stack up? And do you think they're in the title conversation in class A girls basketball?
1: I think you have to include them in the title conversation just because they're so dominant out there in the West. They, you know, they're not losing any games over there, but I think everything in class A girls right now kind of starts and ends in the Eastern A with, the big three. Um, it seems every year Billings central Harden and Haver are at the state tournament, mm-hmm. um, and always competing for a trophy. And once again, central looks really, really good. Um, Haver just went down to Harden in one to split the series with them. Um, you know, I don't think it's if a question of if those three teams will be at the state tournament, it's more so if those three teams will be bringing home all three trophies from the state tournament, the Eastern a is terrific at the top.
0: Right now we are with Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports as we're breaking down high school basketball. Alec, let's turn our attention to Class B for a second. Big Fork, a team that's got winning pedigree, uh, not too far removed from two state championships. The boys look good once again. They keep racking up wins. What do you think about Big Fork, and how do they stack up in the West Western B and against the Eastern B? You
1: know, I think the Western B boys' race is uh, it's pretty wide open. Um, you know, Big Fork has been getting hot recently. But it doesn't seem that there's that dominant Western B team we've seen in years past with, you know, Loyola and Big Fork, the years that they were competing for titles. Um, You know, Deer Lodge was good last year. They seem to have taken a little bit of a step back this year. So I think the Western B boys race is wide open. Um, And the girls race, too. Really, the girls race is it's kind of turned into a four or five, six teams there, you know, mm-hmm. Anaconda, Missoula, Loyola, which was a defending co-champion last year, Thompson Falls, Eureka, and even Big Fork or Florence. Um, I think any one of those six teams could wind up with a championship and, you know, four of those six teams will move on to the state tournament at, or excuse me, four of those six, four of those six teams will be in contention for the state tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's anybody's race, you know, Thompson Falls, winning on a buzzer beater against Eureka. Um, Missoula Loyola has a win over Eureka, but Eureka has also beaten Thompson Falls. So, you know, it's it's really going to be interesting how that divisional tournament shakes shakes out, and I could see any one of those six teams walking away with a first-place trophy.
0: And then looking, uh, what's their competition look like out in the Eastern B? You no,
1: know, in the Eastern B and the Southern B, um, I think the Southern B is the deepest girls' division, um, possibly, in the entire state, regardless of classification. There's, as I mentioned earlier, Big Timber, Forsyth, Strip, Roundup, Columbus, Jefferson, Whitehall. I mean, that's seven teams right there. Um, and I know Big Timber is the lone unbeaten right now, but they've, they've had their tests. You know, they've been tested by um, Whitehall. They've, they've ran into Columbus twice. Um, you know, Roundup has a win over Malta. They split with Malta. So I think the Southern B is extremely deep. Um, it's just they're just going to beat up on each other at that Southern View tournament, and it's whoever can survive that is going to have a really, really good shot to be playing on Saturday night at the state tournament.
0: Right now, we are with Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports. Alec, my final question for you, bud: as we've been breaking down high school basketball, which game is keeping? Which game do you have your eye on this week or this weekend?
1: Oh, this weekend, I I don't think anybody can look farther than lodgegrass and fairfield boys meeting up at the metro in billings um these two teams were slated to play for a state championship against each other last year and didn't get the opportunity and now they've found a way to fit that game into their schedules here in billings so um i know fairfield doesn't quite have the horses it had last year and you know, keely bakes gone and lodgegrass is bringing back uh, they have they have a ton of weapons man that lodgegrass is is absolutely lethal um, so that's that's one game I'm going to really be watching. You know, Fairfield has been um, atop, the, atop the Northern B once again. Um, they beat Shelby. Now well, they split with Shelby, and Shelby with um, Rhett Reynolds and Logan Leck is about as good a one two punch as you'll find in Class B. Um, so that's that's one game that I think every Montana high school basketball game or fan should have their eyes on this weekend.
0: Alec, if people want to follow your work, how can they do that?
1: Uh, you can find our stuff at. Uh, Montana Um, you know, follow me on Twitter at, at Alec 13 but you know, MTN news stations across the state, your CBS station. And, uh, I believe NBC and, and Helena markets. Um, but yeah, Montana for all your high school basketball, swimming, wrestling, all your needs right there on Montana sports.com.
0: Alec boffins are joining us here on the whitefish credit union hotline. Alec, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate the insight. Look forward to having you on the show again.
1: Hey anytime knock appreciate it man